Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Letterman Row. I am Austin Ward, joined by my co-pilot, Tim May. This is the practice report. It's brought to you by Buyers Auto. Uh, another busy week for the Buckeyes. Not fully in the books yet. There's a, a big scrimmage looming on Saturday, but a couple workouts are already done for Ohio State. Next week will be the final week of those workouts heading into the spring game, which will have uh, about a little under uh, 20,000 fans in the horseshoe starting to get back to normal in that regard. Um, And then Larry Johnson and the Rushman talked on Friday morning. So it's been a productive, busy week. It's been a pretty good camp for the Buckeyes and a lot of attention on Larry Johnson and that group that he's got coming back uh, this year, Tim. Yeah. You know, uh, Austin, you know how much, I mean, excuse me, awesome word is I call you on my podcast. Uh, you know how much we lament the fact we don't get to watch practice, right? Uh, I mean, on a, on a regular basis, we we may even get to sneak into another one next week. We got to sneak into a couple this past week, and but my point is this: sometimes, though, man, I, I sat through these interviews with these defensive linemen. A lot of these guys are rising, rising uh, entities on that defensive line, and it was almost like I watched a practice because. If you put it all together, you know, what you found out was Zach Harrison is going as hard as ever, you know, trying to trying to get something on in this third year to rise above like he was projected. Tyreek Smith had been bothered by injuries for the last couple of years, you know, and his get off, as he said, has never been better. He's never been stronger. He's never been faster. You know, and then you hear about Jack Sawyer. I'm just talking about defensive ends. Jack Sawyer is, you know, is on the lips of everyone, including a defensive line coach Larry Johnson, which I – is remarkable. Like Larry Johnson said, if he continues at this rate, you know, he's already picturing maybe having some role for him as a freshman because yeah. he's that good. You know, Malik Williams, you know, didn't really come up a lot, but, uh, but, but there's a guy, another one, some of the other defensive tackles talked about, but, but then you think about it, Antoine Jackson getting his sixth year and he's, as I said to Larry Johnson, you know, that old Baptist him, you know, I saw the light, you know, I mean, a lot of these guys have finally seen the light and uh, not just uh not just that they're inspired, but they see the chance to really play and contribute. And it, I think it's changed a lot of the dynamic of that defensive line room. And, and as far as I'm concerned, that defense, because if you have people wreaking havoc and chaos, like a lot of these guys said is their job, it, it makes your secondary suddenly look a lot better. Definitely those young linebackers could look better, but uh, it was really interesting listening to these guys talk. Yeah. And that's, that's the interesting, fascinating dynamic for what Larry Johnson builds is he's not, you know, taking some two-star, three-star under-the-radar recruits and then hoping that his approach works. Yeah. He knows that it works, but he's applying it to four- and five-star talents, and it still takes two or three years in some cases for these guys to really get it. And, you know, Zach Harrison was asked a number of times dating back to last year, like, you know, Where's the 13, 14, 15? Why, why aren't you Chase Young yet? Well, yeah. you know, I, I bring this up all the time. Chase Young wasn't Chase Young as a sophomore. He had things that he had to learn. He had injuries that he had to fight through. So you can take part of his journey and apply it to Zach Harrison. That injury part, you can apply that to Tyreek Smith. 
you know, not everybody comes in and, and is Joey Bosa or Nick Bosa and gets that role right away as a freshman. Um, those guys are, are extremely rare. What you see far more often is Larry Johnson recruits four and five stars. He spends time. They understand, hey, this isn't about playing time or personal numbers. I got to get out of here and find somewhere else. They know that they are being developed into NFL players at Larry Johnson's pace or their own pace, whatever it takes for them to be ready. You know, Larry Johnson knows how to identify that and get them there. Yeah, you've heard me talk about this before. I use the term embedded talent when it comes to a program like Ohio State or Clemson or Alabama. That's why I think they're on another level compared to everyone else is the stockpile they've gained from recruiting is such that you see four and five stars, but a lot of four stars have to wait their turn. You know, it's like not they're and they're not pressed into service immediately, but but then you get a more mature, advanced individual. We saw Tommy Togia have to wait his turn. He got after it. You know, <laughs> has he left too soon? Uh, I think maybe he did leave too soon. I think he could have taken it to another level this year, but he's moved. He's moved on. Now you got like a guy like Jerron Cage. Oh my goodness, talking to that young man and uh, just just the. Uh, just a difference in his voice, even as a since he's been here for a while. But then talking about the you know all of the sacrifices they went through last year. You know he, he didn't get to see his son who was born during the during the pandemic when they were pretty much in essence for one of the term quarantined. You know from everybody else and stuff. And uh, you know just all these guys have that light in their in their eyes that they didn't have maybe a couple of years ago. But Antoine Jackson's the poster child in that regard. Actually, he's a poster young man because he's sixth <laughs> year in college. You know, he hope he's getting something out of it. But yeah, I mean, uh, that's that's what I keep telling everybody about. That's what separates Ohio State from every other program in the Big Ten. Is a lot of these programs take three or maybe low four stars and develop them. Ohio State's got, like you pointed out, four and five stars who've <laughs> who've had to wait their turn, and in the meantime, have gotten bigger, faster, stronger. Yeah, and that's why you hear. Larry Johnson say there's there's two big guys that they have to replace the leadership of course from Jonathan Cooper uh, yeah. that's a, that's a big mantle that somebody's going to have to take on pretty much the anticipation for me would be Haskell Garrett's going to be uh, ready to handle that role uh, and Zach Harrison is talking a lot more as well yeah. uh, looking like a, a leader uh, and as you mentioned Tommy Togiai it, it's kind of frightening to think about what this group could look like if he had returned for one more year which you know, when, when Ohio State left South Florida, you know, they were doing so under the – even though Tommy Togiai wasn't there, the impression that most of the program had was that he would stick around and you'd have Haskell Garrett and Tommy Togiai for one more year. That changed, I think, you know, some of the feedback he got um, with his strength and the way he, you know, changed some games last year that he could be uh, a second, third-round pick potentially. You know, it's hard to turn that down. Not everybody will. That's yeah. a conversation for another day. But that does allow uh, – you know, us to talk about that interior role and how the pieces fit to Ron Vincent has, has not been healthy, but he's a five star. Uh, and if he gets a full off season, which it looks like he's had so far and we'll get into the summer, big deal there. You mentioned Antoine Jackson and the maturity, you know, he's, he's catching up a little bit. He's also dealt with injuries. You yep. know, I think really none of these guys have underachieved from like a work ethic standpoint or not getting what Larry Johnson's talking about. Jaron Cage was a more, a little bit more of a project, not nearly as touted as a recruit as some other guys, but, you know, Jackson, Vincent, just, they were just trying to get healthy to get on the field. And um, yeah. it's not, and not an issue of Ohio state, not having the talent, but we will be talking about that 
you know, that spot being how do you figure it out? Because Tommy Togiai was just so freaking good last year. Yeah. Oh, and no, no, is he good and played probably a lot more than than they would have liked, you know, but one of the reasons was maybe those other guys weren't coming on like they would have liked also, like you just pointed out for all kinds of reasons. And uh, Teron Vincent, you know, you and I both know it's been no secret. Uh, Ryan Day has raved about him uh, from this uh, spring so far. So is Larry Johnson. So have all of his teammates, Haskell Garrett, just talking about him. And yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just amazing that, that that's a, a guy that, was one of the leaders in his class. I'm talking about the class that signed with Ohio State that year, and you really haven't seen him play at his best yet. And that's why when you look at this team, you know, yeah, there are questions definitely. There are going to be questions coming out of the spring. I'm going to write about that next week. But uh, but another thing I'm going to write about is, like, Larry Johnson looking at this group and seeing a lot more lights looking back at him than glazed overlooks, you know, and that's got to make you – when you're a coach and you've got an offensive line group and a defensive line group like these two, like this team still has, uh, you know, sky's the limit, really. You know, we've talked a lot about the people that we saw in, in the open practice period, trying to glean as much as we could from just a couple minutes. And, you know, the, the body changes, we talk about that all the time. And we've, we've rattled off five, six, seven guys who really, uh, you know, wowed just when you walked in the door. One guy that I, that did catch my eye, who I haven't mentioned, we haven't talked about it, uh, haven't written about him, Javante Jean-Baptiste. Yeah. And, you know, I was trying to put it into context and ask him about this on Friday morning. Like, when he showed up, it was like, okay, you could. he's an outside linebacker right now. Ohio State views him as a defensive end, but he was under 200 pounds when he signed. So, like, sometimes you wonder, like, what Larry John – he's such a – you know – he, he's got this unique way of projecting guys and what can go on their body and, and where they could play. It was obviously going to take some time. So he went from, he said, 195 when he yeah. visited to 253 right now, and he looks the part of it. Uh, it he was standing next to Zach Harrison uh, when I was there on Monday, and I had to double take my, he's like, is that number correct, or am I looking at Zach Harrison? He, it was huge. Um, and yeah. that made, you know, he talked about that being faster, stronger. So that was a long process. You don't just put on, you know, 50, 50 pounds of what looks to be pure muscle overnight. And now, you know, how does that translate for him? He doesn't have to be the primary defensive end on this team, but if he's the third or fourth guy jumping in there at 253 and fast enough to have been a stand-up outside linebacker, look out. Yeah, and it blows away this idea that Ohio State only, only goes after guys that can play yeah, you're two right. days after they get on campus, you know. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Javante Jean-Baptiste, there's almost as many words in his name as there are in any answer he gives to a question, which is okay. <laughs> He's a man, man of few words. words. Yeah. They just want to be a man of, of a lot of sacks this year, you know, or a lot of attacks. But, yeah, no, that's those are just all examples. I mean, you know, look at the offensive line the same way. You know, you got some guys – now stepping up who've been around, you know, maybe two years in the program. Uh, you know, the thing these guys are all suffering from, but it's like that in almost every other major program uh, over the last two years is none of them had a spring 
last year. And they had this ridiculous off season where they're working out, figuring out ways to like, uh, you know, uh, Nicholas Petit Freer hanging from his gutters, you know, trying to do chin ups and stuff like that down in Florida. I mean, all of these guys now have had a Mickey Marotti winner of some sort, <laughs> you know, it's a winter is coming. Sometimes that's not a, that's not what you want to hear if you're a high state football player, but, but spring is coming too for these guys. And Antoine Jackson, Really interesting what he said was when I asked him about, you know, taking finally getting to take that next step, because like you said, he's more healthy than he's ever been. But he says the summer is really going to be important for him. So there's a guy who isn't going jumping from spring to fall without thinking about getting better between spring and fall. If you follow my drift and it kind of goes the the same way with all of these guys. And uh, as much as you want to see Jack Sawyer, you know, have that shot early because, man, not only great player, uh, imposing looking player as a youngster, but also a great person. You know, we all we've all had our Jack Sawyer uh, uh, interludes and they, they were great. And when I have on my podcast, but you want to see a Tyler Friday and a Javante Jean-Baptiste, you know, rise to the occasion because, you know, it's in them. Yeah, I still wonder if there's a, a spot for Tyler Friday is that three technique with his skill set to me just begs for it. Um, actually, Wait, let me interrupt you, but you heard what Larry said, man, you yeah. would love to have like at that nose tackle. You'd love to have a guy 350 who just gets after it on every play and can throw people out of the way, but he'll take quickness and speed over, you know, over almost anything else just to cause havoc and getting back to what you said, the Tyler Friday guy, he's intriguing to me just like he is to you. Cause he could be that guy. He could be that three tech. Oh, my goodness, where'd he come from? Yeah, and I, and I don't know if I'm going to get my way. Larry Johnson doesn't seem in a big hurry to move him from defensive end because no. the name that we had heard that was getting some work there at three technique for down from in was Noah Potter. So that's uh, seemed to be somebody else in mind that Larry Johnson has for yep. that. And who am I to argue uh, with the greatest defensive line coach that I've ever seen or been around uh, in my long tenure, not nearly as long as yours, but uh, – Well, I bet. And only, as I reminded, the only unbeaten – Head coach in Ohio State history, I think. Uh, well, yeah, it's a, that's a that's a one man list right there. There you go. Anything else from the defensive line that jumped out to you, Tim? Yeah, you know, uh, I'm just. Uh, it's just, I think it's cool when I watch when you see these guys because we hardly ever get to be around them anymore in the modern in the modern day. But uh, you know, Zach Harrison, like you just talked about, he seems a even more comfortable talking with us than maybe he was two years ago and stuff. Uh, you know, all these guys have matured in their own ways, but the guy, man, I tell you, he keeps, I keep going back to him is uh, uh, the two guys are Jaron Cage and, and Antoine Jackson. If they can get a big year out of those guys, they're going to be okay, man. Cause they've got Haskell Garrett and those guys. I mean, they've got, they've got some three techs, but you got to have somebody really rooting them out down in the middle, down the uh, where football is really played, you know. And uh, I'm I'm curious to watch those guys. That's uh, and I think both of those guys have that look in look in their eye they didn't have a year ago. There was one other thing that jumped out, and that was as you're talking about playing inside and uh, defensive tackle, and Larry Johnson rattled those names, and then he just just casually said, and maybe one other young guy who could jump in the mix, and I like. I don't know if he's talking about somebody on the roster or somebody who's trying to visit in June. Yeah. Uh, just a, a little slipping that message out there in case somebody wants to come compete. Somebody out of the state of Washington, for instance. I don't know. Just just spitballing. 
it is amazing. You know, there's still decisions to be made uh, by some people that can totally change the the way the way a roster looks and the way a, a, a rotation looks in play. And uh, yeah, I'm 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 as curious as you are to see how that one goes. That time, uh, a couple of weeks down the road, there's still some spring ball for Ohio State to worry about. In the meantime, spring game is now just a little over a week away. Uh, looking forward to diving into that. Maybe one more practice that we can all watch. Uh, we'll see as spring camp starts to wind down. And the practice reports brought to you by Byers Auto uh, come to an end for the time being as well. That's Tim May. I am Austin Ward. Thanks so much for joining us again. If you need full coverage of the Ohio State Buckeyes, you can find it all year at LettermanRow.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.